question. Have you ever sat down to do your social media content and wonder why the heck you're even doing it? What outcome is it even getting you? You've put in all this work to clip your episodes into bite-sized chunks. You've picked out the best quotes from your episode. You're posting multiple times a week and yet you're getting very little engagement, not much follower growth, and you have no idea whether your social media is even doing anything to get you listeners for your podcast show. Does that sound like you at all? If it does, then I have good news. You are not alone. In fact, I know exactly what you're going through because this was happening to me when I was trying to grow my first podcast. All of the social media experts were telling me that I just needed to be consistent, that I needed to tell my stories, that I needed to provide value. And I mean, they weren't wrong, but it still wasn't working, at least at the pace that I wanted it to. And so I started trying something completely different. And as a result of this completely new thing that the social media gurus don't tell you to do, I saw the listens on my podcast doubling, then tripling. And the more that I shared this secret with other top podcasters who had grown their own podcast to hundreds of thousands and millions of downloads, I realized that I wasn't the only one who had stumbled upon this undisclosed secret formula. They had to. And in this podcast episode, I'm going to let you in on the secret and share with you exactly what it is, what it is you need to start doing on your social media to grow your podcast show. My name is Deidre Shen. I am the co-founder and CEO of Cap Show and the Podcast to Profit Accelerator. And this is Grow My Podcast Show. Let's get into it. Hey, this is Deidre Shen. I am the CEO and co-founder of Capture and the Podcast to Profit Accelerator, creator of content Honey Traps and the author of Honey Trap Marketing. And in this episode, I'm going to be sharing with you the undisclosed formula that the top 1% of podcasters are currently using on social media to grow their podcast show. But first, let me tell you how I stumbled upon this. And to do that, I'm going to take you back to 2013 when my husband and I started our very first business. It was called The Chocpot. It's a dessert bar based in Sydney. Um, now, I want to point out that we had no idea what it was that we were doing. We were pretty naive at the time. I mean, maybe we are still a little bit naive, but a little less naive right now. At the time, very, very naive. Um, and we had built this business hoping that people would come. Right? That was how we built businesses back then. We would develop this really awesome product to know that it was the bee's knees of like, at, for, for that, of desserts. And we just knew that surely we would open our doors and it would be pummeled down with all the people wanting access to it. Long story short, that didn't happen. They did not come. We spent months and months trying to figure out how to get people to actually find out about us. Now, at the time, we were pretty fortunate because there was this thing that had just popped up on everyone's radar called Instagram. And we, I'm going to be honest, I did not, I'm not up with it. I did not know <laughs> what this thing called Instagram was. I hadn't even heard of it. But we had someone who was on the team who was a little bit younger than me. And she was like, hey, have you heard of this thing called Instagram? You've got to get on it. 
And I was like, I have not, I don't have the time to be on another social media platform. Facebook is enough. Uh, so I, yeah, I don't know what to do. And she was like, look, it's super easy. She grabbed my phone. She set up a profile. I think the profile photo at the time was an incredibly bad one. It was, I don't even, it was of our very, very original chalk pot dessert uh, in the brown, it was in a brown um, ramekin. Maybe we can put the, the photo of that in the show notes. Uh, but it was, it was abysmal, I would say. And I was like, okay, cool. And I didn't do anything with it for a really, really long time. So we had a profile, but nothing. And then I started um, speaking to, at the time, food bloggers. You know? So we were inviting food bloggers to come in and, you know, they were coming in every now and then. And they started saying, oh, like, I love, love the dessert. I love what you guys are doing. I am, I'm going to post on Instagram. And I was like, oh, that sounds familiar. This thing called Instagram. I think we might have a profile on there. <laughs> and, um, and so they did. And we, I started seeing without doing very much at all, our followers grow. We were getting more and more followers. We were getting more and more people coming in saying that they had heard about us on Instagram. So we completely, at the time, we rode the wave of Instagram growth. Even with a really bad profile photo, with nothing in our bio almost, maybe we had our address in the bio, uh, with almost no posts, very little engagement. Like we were not doing anything on that platform. And yet we were growing. I saw all of the numbers increasing, you know, every day, every week, followers growing, you know, when we did put a photo up and we had like really, really bad random photos, we put very little effort in and yet it still got a lot of engagement, a lot of visibility, shares, and we had people coming in saying, hey, I saw you on Instagram and I want to order this thing and they just point to their phone. I was like, wow, this is, there's something in here. I didn't know what it was because I'm not, I'm not a social media native, I guess. Like I don't, that's not something that I generally know and know how to do even, even today. I'm I'm gonna be completely honest. So everything was growing across the board. We were growing. We totally rode this wave, this Instagram wave, and then it all stopped. I don't know if anyone else has noticed, but it is incredibly hard to get any type of real visibility when you're just starting out on social media right now. It is really hard to accumulate genuine followers quickly. It is really hard to encourage genuine engagement quickly. We can see that, right? Algorithms change, new platforms emerge, platforms become saturated with more and more people and businesses trying to just spruik their message and visibility across the board and visibility across the board just plummets. That's just the world we live in right now. So I knew that I had to figure out something completely different because posting and ghosting was just not a strategy that I couldn't rely on any longer. You know, I had to figure this thing called social media out. So how could I still maximize these powerful platforms that have billions of people on them to access my dreamiest clients and customers? How do we actually take control back into our our own hands and no longer leave it to chance? Leave it to this hope and pray strategy that we can put content out there and hope, just hope that our ideal clients see it. Well, I have the answer for you. It is not about paying for ads. I mean, that is a strategy, but that is not the strategy I'm talking about. 
strategy that, that I'm talking about in this episode is a little thing that I call visibility growth hacking. And we are going to jump straight into it after this short ad break. Are you ready to reach more people on more platforms in a lot less time with your podcast? Well, it's time to meet every podcaster's new best friend, Capture. Capture is the world's first AI-powered podcast copywriter and the fastest way to market and grow your podcast. In just 10 minutes or less, Capture will turn your episode audio file into an episode title, description, show notes, social media captions for Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, and TikTok, a promotional email, blog post, LinkedIn article, YouTube description, and full transcript. All of the drafts it creates for you are fully editable and downloadable. All you have to do is just upload your episode audio, wait for it to generate the drafts for you, and view and edit these drafts and download them to use in all of your marketing content. But before you think that Capture is just another robot that just writes words for you, I have to tell you about what makes Capture different. You see, Capture's AI has a very robust mix of human intelligence mixed into it. Capture was created by marketers so that every piece of copy it writes for you is infused with content honey traps so that your podcast episode stops the scroll and hooks your audience in to listen. But don't just take my word for it. Capture is offering you a free trial so you can see the magic for yourself for your podcast. Sign up takes less than 30 seconds and nope, there is no credit card required. Just head on over to www.capture.com and sign up for a free trial. That's www.capsho.com and sign up for a free trial today. Okay, so how do we take it into our own hands to get in front of our ideal clients on social media? What are the top 1% of podcasters actually doing that no one tells you about? None of the social media gurus really talk about, right? They talk about um, just creating reels, maybe. They talk about uh, looking at trending audio on TikTok. I don't know. They talk about all these things, but what is actually the key to having a sustainable strategy on social media to get in front of your ideal clients. I am joined by my co-founder, Bonarai. She is going to be jumping into this discussion with me uh, and sharing some examples as well of how our team do it because I'm going to tell you right now, I don't enjoy social media. So let's talk about anyone anymore. Like exactly. One has been sucked out of it. Exactly. Exactly. So the less time I can spend on it, the better. But this is why, you know, for all of us smart podcasters, smart high ticket coaches and consultants who podcast, I will teach you the strategy. This is, you know, this is what we're talking about. But, you know, really what you should be thinking about is how can you quickly almost get it off your plate, mm-hmm. right? That's what I did and do. Um, and it's been incredibly successful for me. All right. So let's jump into visibility growth hacking. Um, so visibility growth hacking is really just about what it says on the tin, right? How do you hack <laughs> growth in your visibility yes. um, on social media? And the way that we've done this, so we've got kind of three steps that we'll, that um, will take you through, but it really is about ultimately knowing who your ideal client is. And then 
going where they are. Now, it sounds stupidly simple, right? Like I'm sure that you have probably heard some other people say this. Yes. But we're going to share with you the specifics around how we actually do it on social media. Yes. So the first step, but I, and, I want, and I want you to go to an example of this, but it is, a, it is actually knowing who your ideal client is. Mm. Because, and again, stupidly simple, we struggled with this ourselves. Oh, it's so hard. Yeah, it's been so hard. Definitely not easy. Exactly, exactly. And and I think this is the thing. It's like you know, these are some of the foundations of marketing. Like this is things that we can so quickly skip across because we're like, oh yeah, I've heard it before again. I've heard it before, and so we're like, it doesn't apply to us. Or our different, our business is different. Yes, but it's not. Yeah, it's really. And we learned this the hard way. And actually, we will do a separate episode on this. I think. I think that's worth doing a separate episode yeah, on we should see our step. Yes, I agree. Yeah, I agree. So important. And actually, like the formula almost that we used to come up with our own niche, mm. which is. Oh my goodness, you put it in This is a live pop quiz. Um, the actual formula of who we know is Okay, okay. good. I'm just like, so we, we focus on serving high ticket coaches and consultants who are currently podcasting as a way of getting leads for their business. Mm. So, you know, how we kind of uh, really kind of word that changes now and then, but essentially we had to really, really hone in on not just coaches or not just business owners, firstly, not just coaches, but people who focus on high ticket and not just people who are podcasting as a way of getting credibility. That's a lot of people's podcasts out there, but then specifically turning in on people who are already looking to do it with a very express purpose to say, yep, this is almost my preferred way of communicating. I'm not a writer. I'm not a blogger. I like to talk. This is how my preferred our way of influencing and um, podcasting is something that I'm already, you know, pretty passionate about doing as a way to then convert. So they're already thinking in your test of the panel. So that's what we had to be really clear about as our as our favorite kind of, you know, ideal, ideal person. Yeah, yeah. So you can see that it's, you know, it is definitely like everyone almost, you know, we, when we first started, we were like, we can help all entrepreneurs. Yeah. And that serves no one. That's right. That's right. Uh, we found that found out that out the hard way, by the way, you guys. So you know, if, if you are actually invested in you know actually implementing the things that you hear about and you learn about on this podcast or any other podcast, and you hear something like that, so like please take it from us, from people who have been there and done that, mm-hmm. that this is an incredibly, incredibly important step that you cannot skip over. We tried. And we got burned. So. And I think really do it. The biggest lesson that I learned as well was because, you know, we've done the marketing, as I say, you know, uh, and was like avatar, coming up with avatar stuff can feel really like, oh, I, I know exactly who it is. Is this person, they have this many kids, you know, and you can feel like you've done it, even if you're not, you're like, I'm not skipping over it. I've done it, but I know exactly who my ideal person is. I think it's really important to know them very well. And that's probably the part where I was like, yeah, and then you can do it intellectually, but. Really being specific by way of you know, an example would be, you know, for example, some of the content that we're creating for your account, Beatry, like your mm-hmm. organic account. Um, when before you know, with our previous podcasts and things like that, it would just be about the entrepreneur, the, the struggle that every CEO feels to manage their time. Mm. Now, I'm not saying that's not a relevant piece of content because yes, every CEO does struggle with the balance of like, how do they, you know, allocate their time on spam, all that kind of stuff, right? But when we start to niche down and kind of and not having energy, enough energy in the day, right? So that could be like a funny TikTok or a reel. So that premise is, is good. But what makes it great is how can you speak specifically to, for example, um, a somewhat, you know, ambivert 
CEO, yeah. right? Who's kind of got the, they've got the ability to generate the energy that they know that their, you know, um, their listeners need. And then actually be able to say, you know, talk about the struggle of having, you know, six different podcast episodes that they need to um, either record, whether they they be interviewed or interviewing someone else, maintaining the energy and hopefully not collapsing in the heat by the end of the day, which I do. (laughs) So then you can see where it's like so much more niche down because you're speaking to a very specific uh, problem that someone who's already got a, a podcast up and running, they're already used to guesting and interviewing other people. They're now struggling with the more specific pain point of like, how do you keep that energy going during the day versus someone who is getting into podcasting in general, you know? So that's a, a very, you know, basic example, if you will, of like the level of discipline you need to have around, okay, how do I speak specifically? Then you're actually able to create a very entertaining, engaging and educational piece of content. This is just like a very broad brush, yeah, no, yeah, CEO, pain point solver sort yeah. of thing. But I think that's the level we need to think at. Yeah, and actually we might, we might deep dive a little bit more about this in our next episode. I think that would be a really good one um, because yes, I, this is so important and I do really want to spend a lot of time on this particular topic. Yeah. Uh, but not for today because today we're talking about facility growth hacking. So you guys got a bit of an insight into how we think about content creation and you know how why it's so important to be so specific but there's a reason why it's really important to be specific which is well ultimately you, you need to know where they're hanging out as well right like because once you know who they are like again when we were talking to all ceos or all entrepreneurs like they could be anywhere right and they are they are they're they're everywhere everywhere yes exactly but when we can start to hone in on okay well this is the specific entrepreneur or specific ceo that we are talking to now we can be very much more targeted into knowing who they're hang, hanging out with, where it is that they're hanging out, and go and be there. Yes, right? absolutely. Yeah. And this one's a little bit of a scavenger hunt, if you will. So mm-hmm. the reason we want to be really um, specific, and if I just kind of continue pulling the same thread that we had in the previous point about knowing who they are, so let's always go who is a, almost similar to yourself, um, a CEO who's leading, you know, multiple businesses potentially, and or a really, you know, kind of the the main one that's got the big uh, their attention there's a lot of energy going out if you think about that person but they're in and their podcast and you're like okay where might this person be and you know as you say when you think about it demographically yeah. it doesn't really help yeah um but really if you, if you get behind sort of the psychographic elements of of their profile you're like okay so for example, platform-wise, they should be on Instagram. They are on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Probably begrudgingly so. Yeah, you that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, you know, they, again, our target person is someone who knows that they need to be on there, unfortunately. They don't love it, but they are on there. So they're already there. Um, and then it's kind of thinking about, so an example, this is where I, I call it a scavenger hunt because there's no neat answer. Unfortunately, we can't give you a list of hashtags to say these hashtags so you can find mm-hmm. your ideal person here again. Yeah. But it's really about what are the online communities, right? How, what do they resonate with? So an example of something like this, which we're testing, could be uh, someone like yourself, maybe or the, our target customer here, maybe someone who follows some, an author like Susan Kane, right? Who really talks about, she writes and presents a lot about the topic of, you know, the power of, of, of introverts in a very, in a world that can't stop talking. Yeah. And so that would really, that, that's just one hypothesis though. So then it's kind of like going, okay, so then then looking at like the type of people that are following her, the types of hashtags that, you know, her kind of content is getting and could this be somewhere that mm-hmm. our person is? And yeah, like with everything, it's testing, but really it's about thinking more from that perspective rather than like, here on Instagram, on 
you know, um, I don't know, boss bait is, you know, like uh, uh, that's the hashtag on Twitter. About. Exactly. Yeah. That's the old entrepreneur. And, and unfortunately they are, and there's absolutely no way you can get cut through from that very yeah, basic perspective. So you do have to think quite critically. So that's one example of like, okay, what, what might be um, a thought leader that they follow, mm-hmm. you know, that's where they hang out really, because that's who's getting their mind share. Yes. Um, someone like, for example, at the same time, you also follow Russell Brunson, right? Not just mm-hmm. on social media, but his teaching. So it's like, okay, could there be a sub, not all of Russell Brunson's people though, no. is there a subset of, you know, our people that follow certain parts of his content? Maybe they listen to his podcast, right? Maybe they, it's kind of like, maybe they're not like the click funnels people, but so it's really a little bit of, um, you know, trial and error, but it's really thinking deeply about who might these people be listening to yes. and we want to be there as well, either contributing to the conversation and consuming it with them or, and hopefully influencing them as well through that lens. Exactly. And because that was kind of going to be the last point, which is, you know, obviously we want to know who they are. We want to know, therefore, where it is that they hang out and who they're hanging out with because then we want to be able to participate participate in those conversations with them. Yes. And this is really the most important part because that I know that I have missed time and time again. And by the way, this is not a natural part for me. So I, I can say it. And this is one of those examples of like, do as I say, not as I do <laughs> a lot of times <laughs> because I still struggle with this. Like this is not an easy thing, but it's hard. You need to participate in those conversations with them and not just use social media as a promotion platform, which again, this was the trap that I fell into, right? Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh yeah, I'll just promote, promote, promote. I'll yeah. just give out my valuable content because surely all these people will somehow stumble across it and yeah. decide that they like what they're seeing from me and then convert. And that's just, you guys, that just does not work. Okay. Again, take it from us. That does not work because like, and look, to be fair, the reason why I fell into that trap very, you know, very quickly was because that was kind of how it worked for my first business. Right. And that's why I'm very, very intentional to say I was fortunate to be able to ride that wave of growth. Mm-hmm. That's not hearing you on go. No. And even, and some people might be like, oh, well, maybe that's TikTok. It could be. Look, it could be. But again, we have to be intentional with who it is that we are actually trying to reach. Now, when with a, a dessert bar, our, even though we had an idea of who our target customer was and who we were speaking to, mm-hmm. that is more of something that is an everyday. Like we could, if we were on, if we, like we are on TikTok, but if we were, had been on TikTok, if we had started our business and we're on TikTok now, it would take off like that, mm. right? Because obviously it's a very delectable looking product mm. um, and a lot of people on TikTok would be in our target customer yes. range. Yes. When we have a coaching business and a consulting business, it becomes very different. Mm-hmm. So the thing is that, yeah, you might have videos that become viral. You might have videos that take off, but are they the right people mm. that is actually, that's actually consuming that? Yep, a portion of it might be cool, but I do not want us to fall into this trap of like just trying to go viral and lean on these vanity metrics because you think that that's again going to be to make your business like it's again it's it's not yes yeah if you're one of the luck, lucky ones and I put that in you know in better comments maybe but is that a strategy you want to be relying on like maybe being mm-hmm. one of the lucky ones like maybe. Winning the lottery. Yeah. Right? Like, let's be smart about this. Let's be smart about how we actually leverage social media. And being smart about it is obviously putting out good content. And let, we'll talk about that in our next episode um, about how to actually do that. Uh, that's talk specifically to your ideal client. 
But then we actually go to where it is that they are and we actually hang out with them. Mm. We actually participate in conversations with them. We're not just there to promote. Yes. Um, and so what could that look like? Yeah, I think I do want to pull on that point that you made about, you know, sort of a, a trap that you fall into. And I think a lot of us do where you say promoting and sharing the value from your content feels like a give. And mm. it is, but I think I want us to reframe it as that's actually like a taking because you're asking them, you know, I can say you're just assuming that people will take that and be like, oh, this is amazing. Let me take all the steps with you. Yes. Um, so we want to think about this person, this last part of the process to be like, how can we be more truly giving, which is meeting them where they are and engaging them with verbiage, with things that actually resonate with them. And this is an extra, you know, step. Like when you say, like, it's, it's not natural for us to do, um, for, and you said, I think for you to do, it may not be natural in that, in that particular context, but when you think about offline, you do it all the time yeah. when you're genuinely interested in someone, um, you know, for business in, with our friends, you know, when we're, we're sitting down to have a coffee with them. You know, you're not kind of just like cursorily trying to speak to everyone in the room, yes. right? You're, you're with that person and that's the person you're having a coffee with. Yeah. And you generally want to know how the day is going or what whatever you're talking about. You mean I don't just run around the room putting up a smiley face of emojis so that everyone like, let me switch on my emoji. Yeah, let me give you the um the party poppy emoji this time. And that person's like, this is not the right but like this is the... What? What? And you're like, oops, wrong emoji. Sorry. <laughs> Delete. You know. And then here's the sad face emoji. Put it back. Cry face emoji. And that's exactly that's the analogy that I wanted to your point. But we get to that stage where we're kind of going for breath and just trying to just spray and pray, right? But we're yeah. like, no, we're very intentional about who we're talking to. We're going to invest the time. We know it takes seven hours, you know, all the kind of stuff. And just being really intentional and quality. That's when you can actually have a proper conversation. Now, does that mean it has to be really drawn out, drawn out and long? Absolutely not, right? Absolutely not. But it is about going, okay, what is the, you know, what, is, what can be genuine and honest? So you already know where they're hanging out because you know who your person is. Again, you have a hypothesis where they're hanging out. It may not be your exact people straight away, but they're p- participating in the conversation is really about looking at what the, what conversation is already happening mm. and reading the room even if it's the digital room. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, an example for one of our clients is that, you know, obviously she's not just an entrepreneur, but a big part of her identity is being a really good mom. You know, so some of her content, she's going to get, you know, uh, resonating with her, like her ideal customer. It resonates with the fact that how does she be, be such a present mom with probably, you know, running so many businesses, such large businesses. And she's really very intentional about the way that she communicates with them about, you know, her kids, right? And then very specifically so. And and you kind of think, well, what does that have to do with lead gen? But, you know, again, people buy from people. So it's like they're already listening to your podcast, mm-hmm. in this case, her podcast and her business tips. But now this particular part of her visibility growth hacking is being seen as this human who is so much more than that and can actually teach you to have a very successful business while also having a very quality home life. Yeah. That's like what she does really well. Yeah. But it's through this process that new people who are new to her world who may have just heard her talk very, you know, professionally and stuff about her business can see that side to her because she's very intentional about that, those being her content pillars and her way of communicating as well. Mm-hmm. So I think it's really kind of that's like one element where they, you know, you're engaging at, at, on that. And then when you're sort of going out and, you know, um, another part of it is also obviously like we talked about the thought leaders that they're following. Yes. Right. And it's not about being disingenuous and saying, I don't know who this person is. Let me just like 
blast them about how great I think and hopefully my target customer sees it. But you genuinely do have to find that overlap and then diagram. So when we're, if we decide to go and comment on Russell's stuff that, you know, a lot of our ideal clients are seeing, you need to find an angle that really resonates, you know, and because we, in your case, you are a really big fan of Russell and you've met him and you've followed his teachings and you've implemented them in such an incredible new way right? So you want to be engaging with his content from that angle. So that takes a little bit of extra <laughs> effort, you know, because, and there's a lot of detail, maybe in the show notes, we can put in, you know, kind of like what the latest podcast that you've done is like how you leverage Russell's strategy. Mm-hmm. But really, so that would be really, really compelling for our target clients of high ticket coaches going, hang on a minute. I've not seen that example of Russell's teachings. Yes. Let me, let me check this person out. Let me just see what her profile is about. Yeah. They may not follow straight away. Yeah. They may not listen to podcasts straight away, but that's sort of the already on my radar. Exactly. Cause again, you're being yourself or being unique, but you're finding that you're hanging out where they are, which in this case, maybe on Russell's Instagram. Maybe. <laughs> right. So we have to think very, very, and this is why we'd, we'd rather take five of those actions than 50 of those random emojis on everyone's comments. Exactly, exactly. And by the way, this isn't um, meant to be a strategy that you're going to be spending hours and hours of your time on. Literally, this is 15 to 30 minutes a day. Yes, all it takes. 15 to 30 minutes a day to be really intentional about who it is that you are going to start to have conversations with. Um, And I don't mean, I mean, you could if you wanted to like DM them, if it makes sense, but I would not start there. (laughs) Uh, I would, I would actually just start with like trying to form a genuine connection with them. Yes. And Hey, if it leads into the DMS, awesome. Yeah. Um, And then you could, you might be able to link them to a particular podcast episode that you have because it helps them. It's, it's something that they're potentially struggling with. Maybe, I don't know, but that is how the, the key of visibly growth hacking is really, as it says, to be visible right? To get visible to them, to get on their radar so they come and check you out. They check out your awesome content that we're going to be talking about next week, uh, next episode. Um, and then, and they check out your profile. They check out your LinkedIn bio, which is going to have your podcast. They then spend seven hours with you because you've also content honey trapped them along the way. And then voila, you have a client who is wanting an ideal client who is wanting to give you their money. Okay, so I know that that was like a, a really like quick overview. Uh, we will leave for you a cheat sheet with the three steps to visibility growth hacking so that you can kind of like peruse it at your leisure. Um, so get that cheat sheet in the show notes. We'll leave that in the show notes. And also I do go into this uh, into this particular strategy as part of the podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so definitely just look, you have nothing to lose, right? It's free. So register for that. Go through the five five lessons in the podcast, um, and yeah, like you're going to get so much out of it because I've pretty much condensed <laughs> the most important parts of my own strategy into that podcast. So it's just one of the three secrets they're going to get. No, it's like a half of one of the secrets. Half of one. It's like seriously. I don't mean like we just did a whole episode on visibly growth hacking, and it's like half of one of the three secrets that I held out in the podcast. So. She talks really fast on the podcast. Yes, I really do. <laughs> okay, you guys, thank you so much for joining us. If you love this episode, please leave us a review. It it will mean a lot to us. Uh, leave us a rating. Follow us. Share this with all of your friends. And we will see you on the next one. Bye. Bye.